the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. If you are a fan of the Marvel comic books or movies, uh, you may want to set aside... November the 26th through May 30th. Wow, that's a long exhibit at COSI. It is Marvel Universe of Superheroes. Uh, Hundreds of Marvel's most iconic costumes, props, and original art, making it a popular attraction wherever it goes. Uh, My kids watch the Marvel stuff. I I watch it because I like watching movies with my kids. Uh, I don't... I guess I don't really get it. Aaron, are you a big fan of the Marvel... Stuff, Ant-Man and no, all that. Not at all. No, I just, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm sure there's something about the child's brain. And studies show that kids' brains are not fully developed until they're 25. I'm sure there's something about the way Marvel does what it does uh, that is uh, insidiously boring its way into my children's brains. Uh, I would, if I could, get away with it in my house. I would... Uh, preclude Disney from ever having any access to our house. But, uh, you know, I have really good kids. They don't push me on really anything. Uh, Not on, you know, clothing, not on nothing. They don't push us on anything. They're really, really good kids. We're blessed. My wife has done a great job with them. Uh, And so I hesitate to, like, take away something that they like that leads to, like, a family event. It's like you got to balance uh, sometimes, you know, I know there'll probably be some of you who'll say, what, you're paying Disney Plus? Yes, I know. If it was up to me, I would say no. But there are, you know, we, we don't want to watch all the Disney garbage, uh, nor do they want to. That's why they're good kids, because they know uh, where the governor is. But I, I suppose, um, I suppose many of you will flock to this exhibit downtown. I will not. I will not flock to it, because uh, I do not feel safe in downtown Columbus, and I do not want to put my kids in harm's way in downtown Columbus. And I'm sure that'll chafe the city's chamber of commerce. But, I mean, do we have more murders now than we had last year in a record year? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, now, Mike DeWine, our governor, uh, has to busy himself with something because he's not appearing at the podium every afternoon to... Hector you into wearing a mask or getting vaccinated. He does it a lot, but he doesn't do it every afternoon. So yesterday afternoon, he had time to take note of a burgeoning national story about a supposed high school in Columbus that was on ESPN on Sunday playing football against another school from Florida. The problem is the school from Florida had really good players, and the school from Ohio, I'm not going to say they didn't have really good players. I'm going to say they had really tired players. Because they also played a game on Friday. And they got beat handily on Friday. And they got beat again on Sunday. And the game was on ESPN. So I'm sure somebody at this school, it's called Bishop Sycamore, and I became aware of this about three weeks ago, 
when someone said, hey, they're playing IMG, Bishop Sycamore from Columbus. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty dialed in on the high schools from Columbus. I've never heard of Bishop Sycamore. So uh, Bishop Sycamore is like a online school, I think. They have listed various addresses for their physical school. Problem is you go to all these physical addresses and there is no school there. So Mike DeWine is calling for the State Department of Education to investigate the program. The coach was fired yesterday. He's named in all kinds of court documents, including domestic violence and the like. So um, this is kind of one of those things that my hunch on it is the deeper they dig into this, if you picture this program, this story, this team as kind of a scratch-and-sniff perfume card, the more reporters start probing around and scratching off, huh, who are you playing? Where did you play? Where do these kids go? What are their grades? Are they really legitimate college prospects? My guess is the more they scratch off uh, the Bishop Sycamore perfume card, the more it's going to smell bad. Uh, that is my guess. Now... Many of you are fighting the mask police in your schools. We talked yesterday about local businesses that are requiring you to wear masks. Uh, The University of Louisville has engaged in a study of do mask mandates work? Do they lower the case growth of COVID-19? This is the case being put forward by all manner of educators and doctors Wear your mask, get vaccinated, blah, 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 you know. So this team of researchers at Louisville decided to look into mask mandates, their success, did the rate go down or not. Now, they are the first that I know of to not just try to come up with some kind of a control group among the same group of people, but to look at data from places where they had mask mandates And look at states where there were no mask mandates because, you know, you're probably going to balance out racially, age-wise. To me, I know a lot of people would say, oh, well, if it's not a very, very vigilantly maintained control group, how much veracity can the study have? Well, I think it can have a lot. For instance, if you did the study in Kentucky and you did the study in Ohio— and you grabbed a you know just a random sampling of people. Don't you think the demographics, age-wise, would match up? Ethnicity-wise, would match up? They'd be pretty close, right? So I have no problem with the baseline foundation behind the study. Uh, here is the doc who did it, the researcher. We wanted to determine if the effects of mask mandates and use were observable in the general population. Essentially, did the theory of mask effectiveness hold up? On a population-wide level. Now you're all sitting there going, wow, I sure hope this comes out the way I want it to. If you're a mask devotee, you want it to show, yes, the masks help. And if you're like me and you think that masks are theater and bad theater at that, you're hoping that the uh, mask mandates did not make any discernible difference in COVID-19 transmission. So here you go. Are you ready? Uh, The researchers observed that given the widespread adoption of mask requirements as a COVID-19 mitigation strategy, there was a need to evaluate the effectiveness of that policy. The study used states without mask mandates as a control group to better gauge the effectiveness or ineffectiveness. The results, are you ready, contradict the popular belief 
that mask mandates effectively reduce the spread of COVID-19. Here's the quote from the researcher, Dr. Guerra. It appears that mandates and typical mask use among the public has no substantial impact on COVID-19 growth. Early in the pandemic, summer of 2020, there was an association between lower infection rates and mask mandates and use. Remember, that's what they cited. Oh, see? See? COVID starts to go down when people wear masks, and that's why you get these parents who say, it's, it's been proven masks work. That's why you get, not to mention any names, but you get uh, Republican governors who don't govern like Republican governors, not to mention any names, who say, we know masks work. So how does the University of Louisville explain the association between lower infection rates and mask mandates if, in fact, the mask mandates have nothing to do with it? Uh, They dug deeper and found that the association between mask success and no success disappeared when transmission levels rose despite increased mask use. In the fall and winter. Yes, remember? Spikes. Oh, COVID's going back up. Why? Delta variant. The virus mutates. It has its success for a while. The human immune system, divinely created, uniquely equipped to deal with such intrusions on our health, adjusts, and we manufacture antibodies. And I'm sure the vaccines help too. I'm not going to deny that. The doctor said, while growth rates did decline in states after mask mandates became effective, rates declined to a similar degree in states without mandates. Thank goodness for Florida. Thank goodness for South Dakota. And thank goodness for our Ohio General Assembly that overrode the dictatorial arm of our governor and basically sent him a memo. If you try to do this again, we will embarrass you. By slapping down your order within 72 hours. So Mike DeWine, that's why Mike DeWine a couple weeks ago said, uh, there's not an appetite in Ohio for a mask mandate. That is true. But it's more true that there is not an appetite among Mike DeWine and those who want him reelected governor to get embarrassed by the General Assembly erasing his latest health order 72 hours after he issues it. That is also true. Uh, So, of course, now the Delta variant is making everybody crazy, and it's causing the case numbers to rise. I saw a headline, the Ohio case numbers, 5,000. Again, in the initial stages, if you can go all the way back to March of 2020, remember, were we obsessed about case numbers? No. No, it was a given. It's a virus. You're going to catch it. It's going to spread. What was our objective? Slow the spread. Slow it, right? Flatten the curve. Remember flatten the curve? Well, we don't hear about flatten the curve anymore, do we? 15 days to slow the spread, flatten the curve. Somewhere along the lines, that became nobody can get sick ever. So... Everything's related to everything, particularly in the political realm. Joe Biden and the White House wants the furor over Afghanistan, the righteous indignation over Afghanistan to go away. 
hmm, what would be a useful tool in making Afghanistan go away? Hmm, I'm sure they'd like it to be infrastructure and all his mammoth plans for bridges and roads and, well, pretty much everything that falls under the umbrella of infrastructure. Education is infrastructure. CRT is infrastructure. Abortion. Oh, I'm sorry. Women's health care is infrastructure. That's kind of boring. Nobody's really going to get too excited about that. Ah, but COVID. If you don't mask up, if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to die. That, that has legs. That has potential. So, it saddens me to say this. This narrative is going to be pushed from the highest levels. That COVID is a dangerous threat, a debilitating threat, an evil death monger waiting to come and snatch you away to the grave. That is going to continue to be pushed from the White House. And hopefully, 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 hopefully our rhino governor will not join forces with the feds and push that narrative on us, citizens of Ohio. We are supposed to get Mark Milley and Lloyd Austin at the Pentagon podium today at 1 Uh, o'clock. I sure hope they don't have Joe Biden's alarm clock. If they do, they'll probably show up about, I don't know, 320. Uh, But typically, your military guys, they run on time. It's about the only thing uh, left from the old military that applies to this military. While Mark Milley was reading Ibram X. Kendi's book, Trying to Understand White Rage... He was completely uh, miscalculating how long the Afghan military forces could hold out in Afghanistan. Of course, had Joe Biden told him that, hey, by the way, uh, I'm going to yank all their air support out. Uh, By the way, the CIA got out. Uh, Maybe Mark Milley and uh, those in command with him would have come up with a different estimate for how long Afghanistan's government could exist with the Taliban pressing in on them on all sides. But, but, but fear not. If you know someone in Afghanistan or if you care about those 20 or so high school students, that's right, I said high school students from Sacramento, California, who are over there on a field trip. By the way, who's their travel agent? Uh, well, don't worry because... National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, baby-face Jake Sullivan, uh, says that, hey, even though we're out of Afghanistan, uh, we still have so much leverage over the Taliban. They've been businesslike in their approach with us, not because they're nice guys, they're not, but because they've had uh, an interest along with us to, to make that evacuation mission run smoothly going forward. I think they'll have an interest in responding to our requests because we have an enormous amount of leverage over them. We intend to use that leverage to keep getting people out. What would that leverage be? Do we have uh, military personnel at Bagram Air Force Base poised to blow the Taliban into uh, kingdom come? That would be a no. Uh, Do we have any neighboring nations? from which we could launch 
a counteroffensive. If the Taliban steps out of line, that would be a no. <laughs> this is laughable fantasy. And if it wasn't going to get people tortured and murdered, uh, we could perhaps laugh at it. But instead, we are left with stories like that of Prince Wafa. Prince Wafa, not a Prince Prince. That's the name. Prince Wafa is an interpreter, an American citizen. I didn't say SIV holder. I didn't say green card holder. Citizen. Who lives in San Diego. His wife was in Afghanistan. I don't know why. Seems stupid to me too, but she was. So he went over there to get her out when Joe Biden started talking about retreating, surrendering. And he got trapped over there. But no, don't fret. Remember, Jake Sullivan in the State Department said, here's a phone number, call it, we'll get you out. So, Prince Wafa called the State Department in the final week of the American military's presence in Afghanistan. Now, the call was urgent because the Taliban had already knocked on the door of his family's home looking for him. They probably just wanted to congratulate him for, you know, helping the Americans. They would probably console him, maybe. I know your friends from America are leaving, Prince Wafa. Don't worry. You'll be fine. We're a kinder, gentler Taliban. Remember? Have you seen the president on TV? Well, the State Department official on the phone, Prince Wafa quotes saying this. They told me they would not leave any citizen in the country, that they would get everyone out. They told me to take shelter and not go to the airport and to wait for further directions on what to do. Hmm, okay. Well, they took down his information. They told him to wait for another call, and so he waited by the phone, and nothing happened. No call ever came. What did come was the news the next morning that the U.S. had evacuated from Afghanistan, leaving him and his wife behind. So he did what I would do. He called him back. He said, hey, By the way, I'm still here. Did you forget me? Uh, Keep in mind, we had a Pentagon official yesterday who said that the last five, last five flights out of Afghanistan had no Americans on them. They could have flown Prince Wafa and his wife home on separate planes. But no, they left with their tail between their legs. So... What happened when Prince Wafa called the State Department? After telling them, hey, I'm still here, the person on the other end of the phone said, well, hang on a minute. Let me find out. He's gone a few minutes, came back, and here's what the person said. At this time, we have no other information to share with you on steps to take. We can only advise you to shelter in place for the time being. Thank you for calling the U.S. State Department. And they hung up. They hung up. So, I can only hope that the American news media does not tire of telling stories like this. There are scores of American military personnel who know personally people over there because the people over there help them survive on their tours of duty in Afghanistan. And I hope that the voices of those Americans who are safe here continue to tell the stories of those who are in peril there, which would mean anybody there who's in peril, uh, 
Joe Biden will continue to lie. They are going to pivot. They're going to go to infrastructure. They're going to go to COVID. They're going to go to anything. They're they're even willing to go back to the southern border because they can even make the argument there, as stupid as it is, that it's a compassionate endeavor they're engaged in. There's nothing compassionate, nothing caring, nothing smart about what they did in Afghanistan. He left American citizens behind. He purposely abandoned American citizens and thousands of people loyal to the United States of America. Think of this. Think of this. If this were a 30 for 30, the promo would go something like this. What if I told you that the American military was going to defeat a terrorist enemy, then willingly surrender, give back all the freedoms it obtained for women and girls, conscripting them to a life of sex slavery and degradation, and on their way out of town, giving that terrorist enemy billions of dollars in American military arms and weapons. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.